Welcome to 15 with Christine. This week, we welcome Jessica Miller, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Association, the chapter here in Alabama. So let's get started. On 15 with Christine, we talk about all things business growth. But before we dive in, I want to let you know where you can find the broadcast. I'll come to you live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. You know, my goal with 15 with Christine is to introduce you to people who can help you grow your business, help you grow your career. And I'm looking forward to the conversation today with Jessica Miller, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Association. She has been a client of mine, is a friend of mine, and so glad, Jessica, that we're having this conversation. Welcome. Thank you, Christine. I'm excited to be here. You know, Jessica, I know that, you know, I've had the opportunity to learn a lot about you, but those those listening probably haven't. You know, would, would love to ask you first, um, you know, what brought you to the Alzheimer's Association? How would you describe the story of, you know, your journey here and your journey to leading this team? Absolutely. So I spent the majority of my career in radio sales. Um, I started out, did a little stint in nonprofit for about two years. And then um, from that, that stint in nonprofit just um, built a lot of connections with yeah. folks in the local media. And so I transitioned over um, to a sales rep um, and then eventually moved to the Nashville area, spent the majority of my career there in um, radio sales with Cumulus Radio, had a lot of success, but um, and I, I loved my time in radio sales, but um, got to the point where I was just looking for something a little bit more fulfilling um, yeah. and something that gave me a little bit more purpose. And so um, my family and I moved back to the Birmingham area about four years ago, um, which is when I uh, started looking into nonprofits and specifically the Alzheimer's Association um, was a uh, a very impactful um, organization for me personally, because my mm -hmm. grandfather had dementia, my great uncle mm -hmm. passed from Alzheimer's. And so yes. the mission of the organization was very close to my heart. And so this, um, this organization gives me the opportunity to take my sales background and apply it in a way that benefits our community um, and benefits the people that we serve. Yeah, Jessica, when you look back at your, you know, the, the personal, personal connection from your family, what resonated most with you as you were looking at joining the Alzheimer's Association to lead this chapter um, from a even from a specific level? When you look at the members of your family who were dealing with dementia, dealing with Alzheimer's, what would it have meant to you and your family to have the support of the Alzheimer's Association in that journey? Well, I will say from personal experience, we lived yes. in um, a very rural part of Alabama. Um, yes. and my family had no idea that there were even resources like the Alzheimer's Association around. Um, we didn't know those things existed. And we really didn't realize, especially with my grandfather, um, that dementia 
had any connection to Alzheimer's. I think a lot of people, um, they hear dementia or their, yeah. um, their doctor may say, oh, they have a touch of dementia. And they, they think it's part of the aging process, which is okay. what my family thought. Um, but my grandfather was, um, you know, in his 60s, 70s, which yes. is very early to show signs of dementia. And so um, I think the big thing for me that resonates on a personal level is the awareness that we're able to raise across the state. Um, yeah. We have a small but mighty staff um, here. Most of us are located in Birmingham, but we do have staff in Montgomery and Huntsville as well. And one of the main focuses of our team is to reach out, um, to broaden our reach across the yeah. state and really to reach those rural populations that don't have those local programs and services. That's so valuable. Um, I, I'm curious when you when you work with with businesses. I know that there's a lot of resources you provide to uh, you know to their employees so that they can really provide for their family in that caregiving role. And uh, it's would love to hear how that's powerful for you because for you because you have firsthand experience with that. Um, but when it comes to everything from dementia, and I'm a little bit familiar with Lewy body dementia, I have mm -hmm. friends who have dealt with that, um, as well as with Alzheimer's. When it comes to the standpoint of supporting people who are, who are coming to work every day, probably raising their children, as well as taking care of their elderly family members, whether that's a, a grandparent, a parent, an aunt, an uncle, or someone they care about, what can your organization do to really provide boots on the ground help? That's a great question, Christine. And um, I think a lot of people are unfamiliar with um, all of the, the ins and outs of our organizations and, and what we do provide. But some of the main things that we can do for a company is bridge that gap with their HR department. Yes. Um, most HR um, departments have, you know, maybe an employee assistance program um, for, or things like that, resources internally for their, um, their employees. But with people who are caregiving for someone with Alzheimer's or another form of dementia, um, yeah. there, there's a lot of special um, uh, scenarios that they go through and, and specific needs that they have. And so what we can do is not only be, you know, our chapter be a resource. Um, we work with uh, UAB, with care consultations. We also have a 24-hour helpline. Um, so if one of their local resources, maybe um, if you're here in Birmingham, if that's UAB or if it's one of your local area agencies on aging, we know that those um, care counselors get, um, they, they have a long waiting list sometimes and people can't get in quickly. And so mm -hmm. I, we have a 24 hour helpline that connects people with master's level clinicians yes. um, anytime, day or night um, to one, help them with um, learning about the disease process. If they have a newly diagnosed family member, yes. um, they can also help them plan for future. Here are the things to expect. Here are the things mm -hmm. to that you're going to have to think about caring for, um, even down to you know legal and financial tips. And so, um, you know, we find that a lot of the the employees nowadays are kind of how you explain. They're in what we call the sandwich generation. Yes. They're caregiving for a loved one with Alzheimer's or dementia. And they also have children at home. And so that presents a whole nother um, set of, of problems and, and stress. And so we also offer support groups um, for people who are caregiving. So they have a safe space to go to and talk with others who are going through the same things they're going through. Um, and it's very specific to those mm -hmm. needs. 
Yeah, okay. I have really two kind of additional questions to break this down a little further, particularly for anyone who's listening. Um, so, for example, if, if someone, um, yeah, you know, in Anniston or outside of Tuscaloosa or in a smaller town in Alabama is dealing with a new Alzheimer's diagnosis, can they access all of these resources? Absolutely. Um, that's the great thing about our organizations. We have a lot of um, online resources. Yes. Um, there are, um, we have a ALZ Connected, um, okay. which is an online support group. We also do virtual support groups if they don't have one locally in their area. Um, yeah, but that was my next question. Yes. How does that work, Jessica, as far as how are those groups put together and how do people find one? Um, so really, those are volunteer driven. Um, so our organization, we are constantly in our um, programs and services department recruiting new volunteers in specific areas. So what we do is we go into these communities and we partner with maybe a company um, or a local organization, maybe the Chamber of Commerce, and yes. we do um, a community forum and we, we figure out what the needs are in that specific community. Um, and so, you know, say if someone in uh, a more rural community, um, I'm from Laverne, Alabama. So, yeah. you know, I'll use I'll use good old Laverne as an example. Um, if someone in Laverne, Alabama saw a need, they could yeah. reach out to our chapter um, and we could come in and partner with another organization and do a community forum, assess the need that's there, find out what, what where the gaps are, and then we can start working with. Um, those people in that community to set up. Um, we train our volunteers, our community mm -hmm. of community educators, um, you know, uh, support group leaders, and all of those people are trained and certified through our organization. So is the first step just your organization knowing where that help is needed? Exactly. And do you mind if I ask, I'm not familiar enough with Laverne to know if there is a chamber of commerce or if it, based on the size of the community, you know, what type of organizations to, do you reach out to to put together those community resources? Absolutely. There is a Chamber of Commerce there. But for those um, communities that may not have their own Chamber of Commerce, um, faith based organizations are a great resource. We reach out to a lot of the local churches yes. um, because that those are the people who are boots on the ground serving that community. Um, and so we may partner with a few local churches and bring in the entire community. The big thing is we want represent representation um, of the entire population. So, you know, anything from, um, you know, a specific type of work that people do there or, you know, a specific um, uh, race, gender, whatever, um, whatever that population is made up of. We want to have that representation there so we know what each um, part of that community needs. So Jessica, I know you have um, you have your longest day event coming up June 21st. You are planning for your Alzheimer's Walk, which I know is one of your biggest events of the year. That's going to be on October 30th. If if someone is a, a business owner or, or an executive listening, and and you know they may be thinking, you know, we have team members I know who are dealing with this, who are dealing with family members. Um, and, and walking through getting them the right medical care, getting them support, you know, dealing with being a caregiver and all those demands that those that that happen when you're taking care of children, taking care of parents um, for those type of, of business owners or executives or HR leaders. Um, can you 
Can you share some stories of other organizations you've worked with and how you've helped them with their employees? Because I know there's many, you know, here in Birmingham, here in Pelham, you know, as well as throughout the state. Absolutely. So one of the um, one of the great things about our fundraising events is, I mean, that's how we do the work that we do in our state. So um, 79% of all the funds that we raise go back to research as well as local care and support. So those, um, you know, that helpline that I talked about or those online resources or the resources we have to train community educators, um, that's how we provide those things in our community. Um, So, a company, if a company wanted to get involved and be able to, you know, benefit their community in this specific way and reach, um, you know, uh, advocate for better resources in their community, um, this is a great way to get started is being involved in some of our local events, whether it's through sponsorship or starting a company team and engaging your employees in mm-hmm. um, in fundraising opportunities. And, you know, we do fun things like, um, you know, uh, internal competitions and we provide incentive prizes and make it a really exciting, fun thing. But I think, you know, one of the most um, uh, inspiring events that we have, at least um, on, from my personal uh, experience, is our Walk to End Alzheimer's events. Yes. Those happen across our state in the fall of the year. And okay. we call it our largest support group of the year because it brings everybody in that community together. And mm-hmm. we have a big ceremony where people are holding flowers, representing why they're there walking. So if it's a wow. blue flower, you know that person is living with Alzheimer's disease or another dementia. Um, if it's a purple flower, they've lost someone to Alzheimer's. If it's yellow, they're caregiving. And so it brings all of these different people and you get to really see um, your community and why they're there, why they're involved and why they're fighting, um, you know, for a cure for this disease. Um, so it's a really inspiring event. I would encourage anyone to get involved and be involved in that way. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not really, um, I can't really like pinpoint, you know, a specific company because there are so yes. many um, yes. that are involved in our organization. But I'd say that's probably the first um, step into getting involved in our organization. Most of the time, I feel like most people know us for our fundraising events. And then from there, the great thing about that is we can um, not only get people excited about fundraising, but we also come in and do lunch and learns. And we talk about, okay, this is what you're fundraising for. This is what the funds go towards. Here are the resources that we can offer you, the employees, um, you know, as an organization, but this is also how those resources are provided for in our community. So Jessica, what is the best way for people to learn more about what you do? We have your contact information here. Um, we have the, the website for the Alabama chapter of the Alzheimer's Association here, www.alz.org forward slash AL. But I know I, I follow you on Facebook and, and I see so much about the resources there. So is that also a great resource? It is a great resource. So our social media pages, we do a lot of promotion about that, especially on the education programs. Yes. Um, every education program that we host, whether it's virtual or in person, um, we're promoting it on our social media. We're also doing via eblast. So if you follow us at AL on Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter, Um, You can find so many resources that way. But then 
you know, the big thing I would say for companies or individuals, um, reach out to me personally mm -hmm. and let's schedule a lunch and learn. I'd love to talk to your employees um, or your leadership team about the resources that we can provide um, to you as a company. And then also, you know, how you can support um, the community locally and those living with Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Well, Jessica, thanks so much for dropping in to share about this. And thank you to everyone who's watching or listening. You know, and if you know someone who is who is caring for someone with, with Alzheimer's or dementia, yeah, feel free to, to share this podcast. Uh, you know, and especially if, um, if they're outside the Birmingham area, or maybe if they're in a city where they may not know about the resources that are available. Help us get the word out. Jessica, thanks for joining us. We will be back again in two weeks with another episode of 15 with Christine. So until next time.